Thank you for joining us on Faith Fit Radio for a special presentation. I'm Kathy Laguna, your host, and today I have Emily Wilson, a Catholic speaker, author, and musician joining us by phone. Hello, Emily. How's it going? Good. How are you doing today? I am so well. Thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Of course. So I thought we could break down this podcast into different themes because, Emily, you do so much. <laughs> yes, there are so many different facets to my ministry and to my life. So whatever you want to ask me about, I'd be happy to talk about that today. <laughs> That's excellent. So I have some themes in mind, like Emily the brand or Emily the author and so forth. So let's just get started on Emily the brand. So I was reading your website and it's talking about... Um, um, Emily Wilson Ministries, and it began in 2013. Can you tell us a little bit about your ministry? Absolutely. So my ministry began um, in 2013, but it began a little bit before that. I was a student at Arizona State University, and I saw a great need for women to understand um, what authentic love is, um, their dignity and their value and their worth, and that witnessing um, the need for that at Arizona State University um, propelled me later on to start my ministry. So I was a campus minister at an all-girls high school for a couple of years, and through that experience, I really learned about what young women needed to hear um, and what they wanted to hear and what they wanted to talk about. And from there, um, I started my full-time ministry in 2013, traveling the world, speaking to uh, young people, both men and women, um, about their dignity and their value and their worth, but a lot of my ministry is geared toward young women and uplifting them and empowering them and supporting them um, in a real, authentic, and faith-filled way. That's beautiful. And so, like you were saying, you're traveling around the country, talking to different Catholic parishes, schools, and um, youth events. So what is the message that you want to bring into these communities? The message um, that I like bringing into the communities is the message of human dignity and value that's given to us by God. Uh, young people across the world are encouraged to look for their value in all different kinds of ways to derive, um, like, for it to be validated in all different kinds of places, uh, whether that's in their presence on social media or what they buy or what they look like. Our world encourages them to find their value there. But my encouragement for young people, and especially the young women I work with, is to find their value in Jesus Christ, that they are a daughter of God, and that is who they are, and that's never going to change, and that instills in them inherent dignity and value and worth, and that when they remember that, when they live from that place, they're truly living as the young people God created them to be. Exactly. And that's always something that's constant. It's something that never goes away. And God's always in our lives and the presence of his is always there, even when we're going through the bad times, right? Absolutely. And that's what I try to teach um, the young people is that your value, the value that God instills in us is inherent, which means that it's permanent. Nothing that they can do or choose to do with their life, whether that's a positive or negative decision, can give them more value, that the value that God gave them was permanent. Um, no matter what. And that's a beautiful thing for them to remember, the mercy, the love, and the goodness of God within that. Great. So then now I want to move to Emily, the author. And I think that is so wonderful that you're a published author. I mean, congratulations. That's like a dream of mine sooner or later. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's definitely challenging to get a book published. But, you know, my book was published really by the hands of God. I mean, really, God moved through it all. So I'm really grateful for that. Yeah, so that's amazing. So then on your first book, um, you titled it, I Choose the Sky. So can you tell me a little bit about the theme of that book? 
Yeah, the my book, I Choose the Sky, is about 17 women in scripture. And because so, I felt like as a young woman, I heard all about, you know, Jonah and Noah and Abraham and Moses. And I'm like, where are the women in the Bible? Like, I wanted <laughs> to, you know, hear about their lives and, and, and learn about them. And so I thought, well, you know, why don't I kind of learn some of their stories and read about them and pray about them and write a book for young women? It was Holy Spirit inspired all the way. And so um, it's called I Choose the Sky based on the um, crippled woman. And she was um, crippled, bent over for so many years that she couldn't even look up um, to see the sky. And Jesus stood in front of her and she couldn't look up to see Jesus. And in that chapter, it was the foundation of my book. I talked about perspective that we can choose as women, um, perspective of negativity or positivity. And how when we choose a perspective of pessimism, of choosing not to see God's blessings in our lives, we cripple ourselves, and we're, we are not able to see the beauty that God has um, before us, and even Christ standing before us in the people that He places in our lives. So that was the foundation of that, and it's been a huge blessing to see how women have used it in their women's groups. There's 17 chapters, and women will take it you know, one week at a time with their small groups, and to just learn about the women in the Bible and be empowered by their stories is really, really has been a really, really beautiful journey. Wow, that's incredible, especially for different ministries within the parishes. Well, I think that's, wow, that's really good. Yes. So yeah, then it's been a huge gift. This year, you're releasing or publishing your second book. It's not out yet, right? Correct. It comes out in the beginning of April. Wow, okay, incredible. So can you tell us a little bit about that book and the name of um, your second title? Yeah, absolutely. My second book is called Go Bravely. A lot of women were coming to me saying, like, I love Jesus, I love my faith, but how do I incorporate that into my life as a modern woman in today's world? Um, So I came up with 20 different ways that women can live their faith practically in their lives, whether that's in the way they dress, in the way that they treat their parents, in the way that they date, all different facets of a woman's life. There's so many facets of our lives as women. And just incorporating their faith in a practical and beautiful way. Um, So it's about that and empowering them and supporting them in being brave, because it takes so much bravery to live a life of faith as a young woman in the modern world, whether it's a gal in high school or college or out in the working world. Empowering them and encouraging them to live bravery is what Go Bravely is all about. How amazing is it to be able to share your faith to empower young women? It is amazing to be able to share my faith, but it's also really challenging because if, you know, you're going to be a speaker who connects with anyone in this day and age, you have to be vulnerable and you have to be open. And that's something that I do in my new book, Go Bravely, um, was really share my heart and share a lot of experiences that I've had, um, some that have been positive and some that have been really painful um, on my journey. So it's so beautiful to be able to share with women because when we're vulnerable, when we're open, excuse me, it connects our hearts with one another. Um, and that's a beautiful thing and encouraging women to, um, be open with their struggles so that they can connect with other women is an important part of it as well. So yes, it is truly amazing to watch it all unfold. (laughs) Good. So then you have a YouTube channel where you talk about different topics to help motivate people in their faith or even situations, um, in their daily lives. So tell us about Emily, the YouTuber. I mean, you have 44,000 subscribers. That's incredible. I do. YouTube has been a really fun journey. YouTube started, I saw all kinds of YouTube videos from women my age who were teaching, you know, young women, teenage girls about their sexuality, about, you know, the way they dress, all the different things. 
And I was so discouraged and I really felt convicted um, that someone needs to be out there sharing truth with young women. So I thought, well, I might as well give it a go, post a video and just see what happens. And then after that, it really, really took off. So I just tried to present faith and Christian values in a way that makes sense to young women. Because my Christian values make sense to me, but a lot of girls are really confused because of the conflicting messages Mm -hmm. that are given to them in the world every single day on social media, on YouTube, all those different kinds of, you know, outlets that they consume. So I started making videos and the girls just love real talk and they love being encouraged, you know, living chastity, um, living modesty, all those different kinds of things in a way that doesn't make you a woman who's out of date or, you know, abnormal, but a woman who is totally modern, you know, can be totally hit, but living out virtue um, and beauty, authentic beauty all at the same time. So my YouTube journey has been very, very fun and very interesting all at the same time. <laughs> and I think it's so great to have that available for this generation where, you know, they say that the the Catholic faith in the youth is declining. So I think it's wonderful for the youngsters to have this type of outlet where they can just, you know, listen to you and get uh, words of inspiration, right? Absolutely. Just that encouragement and that support is so important because even the girls who they say, like, I want to live my faith and I'm doing my best, but I'm the only one in my high school. Yeah. They watch my videos and they say, okay, I'm not alone. And then, you know, even in the comment section, they find other girls who are like, hey, you know, I've been struggling with this. And then they comment with one another and they find community there. And it's a really awesome thing. <laughs> Perfect. So then I was thinking about going into Emily and your vocation in marriage. I mean, you know, right off the top of my mind, I just wanted to understand how you survive dating life because I think that's exactly mm-hmm. where I'm in right now, in the midst of it. <laughs> yeah, dating life is really challenging, um, especially as a young Christian or Catholic today. I mean, the dating world is so hard because it's been, you know, muddied by online dating and dating apps and all those different kinds of things. I have a very strange love story in that I met my husband in a little country called the Netherlands mm-hmm. in Europe in the beginning of 2013. So long story short, my husband and I dated long distance across the world from California to the Netherlands for two years. And that was very, very, very challenging. Wow. Um, Yeah. Long distance is really hard. A lot of people say it's impossible, but we proved that it is possible (laughs) even across the world, even across the nine hour time difference. Um, And that's been really beautiful. But I know so many young people who are like, you know, struggling to find men of faith or women of faith who share in their values, um, who, you know, are in the dating scene and things like that. It is, I don't envy people, you know, you feel like yourself who are in this dating world today because it's more challenging than ever. But when God leads you to that right person, it's a really beautiful thing. And um, taking that leap into engagement and discerning, you know, marriage still through engagement and then getting married is such a beautiful gift. And when we're generous with God, um, He will be generous with us, certainly, in our vocation. Yes. And how did you balance your Catholic faith in the dating world? Because sometimes I feel like I understand that I want to marry a Catholic man, but it's not necessarily something that, you know, they have like a piece of paper that says, hey, I'm Catholic, you know? So right. how was that for you? Absolutely. I found that from the beginning, being upfront and open and honest was the most important thing. And that's what I encourage women who are involved with my ministry to do, is just saying from the beginning, I'm a, I'm Catholic. I'm a Catholic woman. My Catholic faith is important to me. 
And if that's okay, or if he shares in that, you'll know from the beginning. And if it's not okay with him, he'll say, oh, that's not cool with me. And you, as a woman, will know that, okay, great, I don't have to waste my time in this dating relationship. Being upfront and open and clear from the beginning saves everyone so much time and so much heartache. So that's always my encouragement is just to be upfront, not in a weird way, but it's, you know, it's not strange for someone to say, I'm a Catholic and my faith is really important to me and practicing my faith is really important to me. If it's important to you, you know, there's nothing wrong with sharing that with someone um, very early on in a dating relationship. Is married life everything you thought it would be? (laughs) (laughs) That's a great question. Married life is. It really, really is. I know a lot of people struggle in the first year, um, but I think, strange as it may sound, um, long distance really helps my husband and I cultivate great communication. And I think great communication is a foundation for a great marriage. Um, we, you know, when you're dating long distance and you can't see, you see each other every two and a half months, all you have is talking. All you have is saying, this is how I feel. This is how I need you to love me better. This is, you know, you know, all those different kinds of things, communicating your feelings, communicating your expectations. That's so important. So married life has been, it's actually been better than I thought. It's been way more fun and way more joyful that I imagined that it would be, and that great communication it has really, really helped and made our first year of marriage not, you know, it was much, much more joyful and fun um, and beautiful than it was challenging for us, if I'm being honest. <laughs> so then let's get into Emily and the public speaker, because you have a wonderful event coming up on January 10th at Holy Name of Jesus Catholic Community on the coast. And yes. uh, the event will be about theology of the body, right? Yes, it's going to be about authentic love and living out the virtue of chastity in our lives. Wow, that's incredible. So what is the yeah. message that you want to bring to that community? Um, I just want to bring a message of authentic love. So it's going to be for young people as well as parents. Um, The virtue of chastity is something that's very unpopular and uncommon um, in today's day and age. It's, you know, not something that's glorified or promoted or supported. It's something that people look down on, people ostracize people living that uh, virtue and things like that. So I just want to present that virtue to the young people at that event and the parents in a relatable and realistic way to encourage them to say that the virtue of chastity and authentic love isn't a set of rules that you have to follow. It isn't some chains that you have to put on in order to be a young person who doesn't have any fun or live a great life. That chastity is a gateway to freedom that living that virtue sets you free to live in a way that the world will never encourage you or tell you about. So that's going to be the heart of my message um, this upcoming Wednesday. Wonderful. If anyone wants to attend Emily's event, it'll be on Wednesday, January 10th at 6.30 p.m., again, at Holy Name of Jesus Catholic Community on the Coast. Now, Emily, um, what about your Catholic faith motivates you every day? It's so beautiful to belong to such a beautiful family and who I can love and support in living this faith. Because like I said, it's not an easy thing to do. Um, But last night when I was at Mass with my husband, um, our church is very, very popular. And um, so many people there, there wasn't enough seats in the building. And when you hear everyone just saying the responses together as one community, as one family, it's such a beautiful thing. Um, So my relationship with God motivates me every day to love and to serve the Lord with my whole heart and then to know that Um, you know, Catholic, the universal church is supporting me along the way um, is a beautiful thing. 
Great. So thank you so much for being with us on Faith at Radio, Emily. It's been a joy to, you know, chat with you for a little bit. Thanks so much for, you know, having me on to share. Of course. Now, if anyone is interested in Emily Wilson Ministries, hey, Emily, please tell us your website. My website is emwilsonmusic.com, and you can find my channel by searching Emily Wilson on YouTube. So great. Don't go anywhere. Two of Emily's songs will be playing right after this podcast. Thanks for listening to this special presentation. I'm Catherine from Faithfort Radio. Catch you on the next one.
the scarred and the helpless Love came near to say To the broken souls Fighting for a new day Hold fast to the promise he made Joy will be Joy will be yours.